I just feel like that's what she wants. That's definitely she wishes. Yeah, she wishes you were like essential yeah. Latina chicken novella yep. with super long hair, yep, yep, just like yep. giant boob job, and the super tight dresses. And you like have three kids. That's all you focus on is the kids and and her. Maybe I have a nursing degree, like you know, like yeah, nursing degree. Wanted. You have a son, Jaden. <laughs> right that's what she was hoping for us (laughs) welcome 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 everyone to need i say more episode 27 i am one of your hosts giuseppe and for the first time terrence is not with me instead please welcome the beautiful and talented jerry hello Jerry's back, actually. This is your second uh, visit. I think we were here on episode 10. It is, yes. Welcome back. Thank you, thank you. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, Oh, Terrence uh, died hit by a bus. So, Jerry, how's life? (laughs) Is that what happened? (laughs) (laughs) No, no. uh, Terrence is knee-deep in school right now. He has a a very, very important test today, so he could not join us. Um, Shout out to Terrence for getting his education on. Yes, he, he, for the past like week, he, I think he, what did he call it? A study chamber, I believe he called it. He's like, I got to go in a study chamber. So I think he's basically outside of like eating and work, he's just studying. Study chamber. This sounds like a, like a chastity belt of education. Or like so, a rock band or something. True. Wow. Uh, do you want to, do you want to have study in your rock band? Probably not. Um, <laughs> study chamber. Yeah. How's everything going? You're you're in LA, of course. I am. Yeah. There's a time difference. I'm in LA. The sun is still out where I'm at. It is really, really hot out here. Oh God, it's been so disgusting lately. It's today was like Has 92. It yeah, it's it's been a Same. it's been it's been a bad summer. A lot of it's been a weird like up and down. We're like, well, have a few days of like 90, and then a few days of like 80, and that it just keeps on doing that. But it still sucks. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of rain over there. Yeah, yeah. We had um we had a lot of lightning this summer. Like a lot like lightning to where like my blinds are closed, but I still see like the shocks of it coming in. It's like Jesus. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. Really weird. yeah, it is currently ninety-one degrees out here. It's usually that about at this time of day. Is it, gets- it so you've obviously lived in New York, you live in Miami, and now you're living in LA. Is the ninety-one there the same? Because it should be it's dry heat, is it not? It is. It is dry heat. There is zero humidity and it's pretty rough. It definitely, you you feel the desert on you, especially I'm like right in the valley. So it like hits, it it hits really, really hard out here. It gets really, really hot. I mean, it doesn't sound much better than here. (laughs) No, no, it doesn't. Except, well, the mornings and and the evenings are a bit cooler. Yeah, that is, that is true. Yeah, it's kind of just humid the entire 24 hour span on the East Coast. Yeah. You know, you know what sucks? There's a lot of easier ways to stay cool in dry heat. Like, I don't know, do you ever see those like those towels that you like wet and you like snap them? You put them over your neck and they can keep you cool. Uh, no. Wait, really? Oh, you mean? Oh, you mean like those cooling towels? Yeah, 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 yeah. So those, those those work much better in dry heat. Like they kind of work here, but not really. But if you're like where you are, it would apparently work really well. No. So, same thing with like. I think I, t- I talked on the show. I, there's something called like swamp heaters or something. Swamp, swamp, swamp coolers. Well, basically, I don't know how it works. Some, some, it does something with the moisture in the air where like it can, ma- you can put this thing out and it can make like an entire area, like a warehouse, something much cooler. But again, it doesn't work in humidity. 
It's just, oh wow! It's just a that bad, sounds amazing, though. It I still, sounds I cool. Look that up. It sounds really cool. It's like I think it's a swamp cooler or some. Uh, there's different names for it. But that's one of them. And I don't really. It's something to do with like a zapping parts of the air, and I don't really understand it. But I've never been in really. I've only been in dry heat like a couple of times, so I've never experienced one. Man, I would love to try that out in my room because there's no air conditioner in my room. We just kind of leave the door open. And then I try to leave fan wind to come from the air conditioner in the living room to blow it into the room. Yeah, I've, tried, <laughs> I've done stuff like that before too. I, any way to stay cool. It, to, you know what's funny? When I used to um, have a normal life and it was a pandemic, let's say I was going to the, I was going like to the train. There's a Dwayne Reed right next to the train station where I live. I would like literally, you know, I'd be boiling hot by the time I got the train. I would go downstairs if I saw the train was like more than five minutes away, I'd go upstairs into Dwayne Reed and I would put a timer on my phone and I would wait until it was like two minutes and I'd go back downstairs. That's how much oh, I wow, just, really? Yeah. Or I would, there were different paths like on my way to work where if I could like cut through a store or like a, like a mint, there was one where I used to work at the Gap on 34th. There was a mini mall. I would walk down halfway down the street, go through the mini mall just so I could get the AC for like yeah. 30 seconds yeah. and then across the street. It's crazy. I mean, it's true. It is. And the train stations are really, really bad. They're like, like, you feel like you're going to suffocate very soon. Like you basically are within 30 seconds. If and you basically you, are. Because for those of you who haven't been in like New York City or like an underground subway, it's uh, imagine being above ground and it's 90 degrees. But then when you go below, you have no wind, no nothing. So it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, at least 10 degrees warmer. Yeah. And then all the people fill it up with their hot air yeah, and their, their breath and shit yeah yeah people Did you just... ever miss the train at Dwayne waiting at Dwayne Reed no no wow that's amazing I, uh... See, I would have I would have missed it that would have been my luck I mean it's like I said I put a timer on my phone and always like give it an extra like let's say it's at seven minutes I'll make sure I do like four ish and then go down because sometimes it's a bit okay. off yeah yeah it's a bit off sometimes that's not too um, bad yeah I, I tend to I'll wait at the top of the stairs try to breathe as much outside air as I can before I see the train coming. Where you submerge yourself into the yeah. into the hell that is the subway. And you know what's crazy though? There was a time where the subway, like the actual subways themselves were not air conditioned. Because you imagine going down and then getting on a train that's also not air conditioned? I mean, that happens sometimes on the one train in the uh, summer. So I can't do imagine. You, do you that's... stay on those trains? absolutely it depends if it's like a few stops i i have suffered through it before i never but they're, they're, they're pretty horrifying yeah i cannot i if i ever am waiting and i get and it's like a you know a, a regular time of the day and there's people and then one train one cart is completely empty i don't even get on i just go to the next fucking cart because then you know That's, something's wrong it's true it's true once you see that it's empty you're like oh it, it either smells like shit or it's working. <laughs> I, either way i'm not down there's two options one a homeless person stunk it up two the ac doesn't work and neither of those is what i want to be on not yeah neither of those are fun so yeah when you see the empty one it's like and then there's like two packed cars surrounding it you're yeah. like there's a reason that's empty okay. yeah <laughs> i remember one time i was on the train and there's like really unkempt looking homeless person was like laying down and it was like warm out and so like the guy looked kind of sweaty and it was like ooh. and at one point he got up and got off but everyone in the train was like i'm not sitting in no seats like we all know we're not sitting in no seats and then like as a couple people got on like they noticed like people were standing but there were just a few seats open and they all kind of like stared and looked and one is one of this guy looked his friend he was like 
what does it say when you get on a crowded train and no one's sitting in those seats? I just started laughing. And I was like, you don't want to sit on those seats, bro. Pretty much. That's exactly what it says. You don't want it. It's, it's for your own good. <laughs> um, but anyway, Jerry, we always start the show off with our black excellence shout out of the week. Now, even though awesome. Terrence is not here, we're going to still do it because you just, you can't stop black excellence. It just, it's unending. Stop. Doesn't stop. It doesn't matter if it's hot. doesn't matter if it's a homeless person in the way. doesn't matter if Terrence is not here. It goes on. It is unstoppable. That is Thank correct. You. Exactly right. I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black. So our Black Excellence Shout of the Week is one Mahershala Ali. Nice. Um, I love Mahershala Ali. I also love him. He He's a guy that was really cutting his teeth for like years, and no one really paid much attention to him until mm-hmm. he finally was in um, Moonlight. You know, and yeah. then, and then won an Oscar, obviously, but then suddenly everyone knows who this guy is. Moonlight, by the way, is a fucking masterpiece. Moonlight was um, it was it was poetry, is what it was. It was a very poetic piece of film. I really, really enjoyed it. I gotta rewatch. It's been I, I've watched it at least like two or three times, but I think I gotta rewatch it because I really fucking love that film. I really enjoyed it, and being being having a, lived a little bit of life in Florida, you don't get exposed to like the rough schools and neighborhoods of like right. urban, like South Miami. And it definitely showed that. And I was like really impressed by how accurate they had caught it too. It was, it, oh, yeah, it, it sure. took me back a little bit. Yeah. So it was, it, cool. it was beautiful. And I, it had like little to no dialogue, but like Mahershala Ali's, like every yeah. single word he said was super like impactful, super mm-hmm. meaningful, filled with character. It was amazing. It was, he, he was, he's great to watch. Yeah, that's a good point, though. There's not a lot of dialogue. Like, there is dialogue, obviously, but there's a lot of just not dialogue in the film. You know, yeah. just like nice, really good camera work and little bits and stuff. It was... Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah that's, what, that's what makes me feel like it's not like a movie, so to speak. It's like, it's poetry. literally like in a like an artistic piece of film. It's like a, po- it's like a poetic film. It's one of right. those that have like, just like a lot more to say than just like, what the people are like saying, what the actors are saying out of their mouths. There was like lighting. There was mm-hmm. the perspective of like the camera when the little boy was like looking down the hallway at his mother that was messed up. Yeah. I thought that was a really dope shot too. Yeah, All of that, it, yeah. It's a, it's a, that's a genuinely good way to describe it. Um, yeah. He So he won an Oscar for that role, right? Best Supporting Actor. And then just two years later, he goes in the Green Book and wins a second Oscar. Just out of nowhere, yeah. this dude... He's been cutting his teeth for years. He's in his, he's mid, you know, his early 40s and out of nowhere, two Oscars in, in a two-year period. Yeah. You, you love to see he's it. Like four, he's 47 now. It's yeah. definitely one of those uh, one of those stories where you just Steve like Carell. grinding and then it comes out of nowhere. Steve Carell as well. He was like 43 when The Office and 40-Year-Old Virgin came out, you know? like Yeah. Um, sometimes, Jerry it pays to uh, keep plugging away, even if, if you seem like you're getting no success, as we talked about before the show started. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I've definitely been an actor that's kind of been in the minor leagues for a really, really long time. And I'm mm. kind of, I'm, I'm ready to level on up to the major leagues. And I think it's, I think I'm starting to lay down some blocks to make it, to go. make that happen. But it is definitely a long game, that's for sure. Once yeah. you get kicked down the first 58 times you're like oh i must like to do this because this is gonna this is a long effort kind of a thing right and you I do mean, see that when you see people like steve carell and mahershala ali and you know yeah, Regina King, like coming yeah. out with all of her new directorial debuts 
Yeah, it is weird. Sometimes like it just, it just takes time. Like he'd been kind of plugging away for a bit and just not really doing like he was doing stuff, but nothing really relevant. It wasn't until, yeah, like right. he was in like the hunger games, which I didn't see those mocking. He was in the hunger games. Apparently he's Boggs. Isn't Boggs the nerd who gets like killed in the mock in. Oh wait, no, who's Boggs? I don't actually know. It's, I've read the books and I only saw like the first movie. I don't think I saw the other ones. Um, well, he was, uh, I know that there was Lenny Kravitz in the movie. Lenny Kravitz was Cinna, right? Is Cinna. that the name? There you go. Mm-hmm. Which is to be fair, he was quite good in that role, actually. He was um, fantastic. I thought it was perfect. Yeah, he was a good casting in that role. Um, but anyway, he made a bunch oh, he of stuff. He was Boggs. You're right. Who Do I know who Boggs is? Is Boggs not one of the... President Coin's right hand. I don't even remember. Yes. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. No, you're you're right. He is. He was in the first. He was part one of the Hunger Games. Yeah. Um, he was also in Daredevil. The original. The right? show. No, the, it, show, the or, show. Oh, the show. was he? Wait, was it? Or it was, or was it the Harlem one? Oh, I think yeah. He's in um Luke Cage. He was Luke in Luke Cage. Cage. Yeah, which I did. I never got around to watching. And then they canceled like all the Marvel ones, and I was like, well. I don't know if I even want to watch it. It just like like brought me down. Yeah, it's uh, it was fun. It was a fun one, and he was he was like a villain in it, so he was pretty good, and you know, still like marvelous Cotton to mouth. watch. That's a good name, Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth. There you go. That's I like who that. He was. Um, he's House of Cards. He's he's a ton of stuff he's done. Um, Green Book. I loved Green Book. I know some people thought it was a bit formulaic, which I could understand. I actually didn't see it. It's very good. It is like it doesn't really do anything you haven't seen in a lot of ways. Like it's a you know a two mismatched people kind of go on this crazy road trip, but it's just him and Viggo Mortensen are just so good. And the film is just, it's just a well-made film. It's not original, but it's very good. Ah, yeah. Well, um, as they say, you can't reinvent the wheel, but you can yeah. make your own version of it. I, I, I love that film. I thought I really want to rewatch it. Also, did you see um, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse? I didn't. I heard it was <sighs> really great. So fuck that film is so fucking good. It's like, I remember seeing it in theaters because I quite see every movie in theaters and being like, you know, hopefully this is good, blah, blah. It is just such a good film. And he does the voice of um, his uncle, the main character. Uh, oh, Miles, really? Miles, Miles, Miles Morales. Miles uncle. Morales. Yeah. Um, it's just definitely watch it. They're making a sequel. Um, very good film. And also, I don't know if you heard about this. So you remember the movie Blade back in the day with uh, Wesley Snipes? They're mm-hmm. remaking it. And mm-hmm. guess who is playing Blade? no yes oh they my got god Marshall that's perfect Ali. i know what a what a man what a what a big Dude. get for the for the mcu to get like Mahershala ali like that is a, huge that is perfect casting i literally can't think of anyone better to do it other yeah. than other than wesley snipes himself again he like, comes back perfect. he still he still looks the same so fuck it right Just bring back. Same, yeah like the 90s wesley snipes <laughs> exactly. only other perfect casting by the way, you don't probably don't know this necessarily, but Wesley Snipes and Jay Z come up on the show more than any other people on the planet. So the fact that we've somehow gotten back to Wesley Snipes is phenomenal. <laughs> um, That's hilarious. <laughs> the movie is supposed to be like an R-rated film, which is cool. And they, they just announced the director—I cool. don't remember who it was—but um, but yeah, they just announced that recently. So shout out to you, Mahershala Ali, for being an awesome Muslim black individual and just killing hollywood really just doing whatever you want to absolutely. do absolutely so i hope to work with you soon buddy Catch oh my you God. Could you imagine if you <laughs> if you're if you are in blade as like i don't know do they have is there a female there's there's like a female main character in that those films right there, 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 
you know, there's females in there. There's some, well, kind some of vampire yeah. lady killer. Yeah. You, you would be a great vampire, to be fair. Like, I get to, uh, that is like yeah. the role you were born to play. <laughs> um, That's what I'm here for. Uh, to Jerry the vampire. Um, yeah. But all right, Jerry, let's, let's get to the show proper. Um, let's do it. So, actually, side note, something I was talking to Terrence about. Have you, I don't know how it is in LA. People are just like, the masks have gone the way of the dodo. People are just like, it's fine. <laughs> we don't really need to do this anymore. The pandemic's over. Have you been noticing this out there? Oh, absolutely. Oh, as soon as the mask mandate was dropped, it was <laughs> like we won. They were nowhere. They were absolutely nowhere. I walked into somewhere with a mask on and people looked at me like I was stupid. They're like, you know, you don't need that anymore, that ju- right? Yo, that just... <laughs> Listen, that just happened the other day. We had like a tenants meeting thing and there was only like five people, but I was the only one with a mask. And I was like, I feel like peer pressure. Like even though they look at yeah, me, I was like, yeah. I feel like the weirdo. And I'm like, I'm vaccinated. So I guess it's not a big deal. But I was like, this is weird. Like I, I went to a pizza place the other day. Both people working there, no masks. I was like, do, what do I do? You know, like, is this just why right. are we just accepting this? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was weird. Definitely everyone... And then California brought the mandate back because people dropped it so sharply and they were like, hey, wow. you guys have to wear masks indoors. So we're back to wearing masks indoors. At least there's that. Because listen, cases have been going up a lot in the last week or so. And That's pretty much I, why. That's yeah. why they brought it back. But, this, but it, of course it's going to happen. Like we only have like, I think it's like 60% of adults and only like less than 50% of the country has is vaccinated. So it's like, that's not uh, really that much, you know, like we can't really just yeah. drop the masks. And then there's the Delta variant. Yeah, which is just wreaking. Apparently, it's wreaking havoc. You know, like it's like apparently, apparently, it's like even worse. They said like eighty percent of the people who've gotten it in America like are getting it from the Delta variant right now. So yeah, good news all around. Scary. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So the world continues to burn. Sometimes I just I I can't even look at news because it's all it's just negative. Everything is negative. Like doesn't matter what I look, it's like. Oh, condo collapse near Miami, and the coronavirus is getting worse. And oh my you know, God, all the these condo collapse. All in these Miami states, all these states are passing anti-voting laws, and I'm like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I, I just, rolling <laughs> back anti-LGBT laws. Yeah, I'm like, I just need to stare at a wall. I'll just stare at my yeah. wall because that's the best news of the day. The wall is still the same color it was yesterday. Good news, <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> um, right. It's, yeah, it's at least you have your wall. I try to tune into the news like a, like once every now and then, just and then and then I do it through like comedy talk, late night talk shows. That's how I ingest it because I need About, some kind yeah. of like a sarcastic you need, banter. To you need like a way right to break it. to break into. Yeah, you're like I need something yeah. to break this news to me properly. That's how I like to digest it. I like Stephen Colbert to sarcastically tell me that the world is still burning because it very much still is. So yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We haven't. Uh move past that um all right here's here's my first our first main topic do you well first do you consider yourself a confident individual where's your level of confidence would you would you give yourself i would consider myself i would say like an eight and a half at confidence that's pretty good that's pretty high okay okay it's pretty high i think i you know what i guess i'd give myself a similar maybe like an eight a flat eight um So the question, where does your confidence come from? You know, like everyone, confidence is good everywhere in life, right? Whether it's like dating or job interviews, just beating people. It's always good to be confident about things. Where does does that come from for you? You know, like, do you just look in the mirror and you're like, fuck yes. And (laughs) that's all you needed? Or is there like, you know, like. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. 
Um, that is yeah. not where it happens. That, that, that's where it starts battling me back. When <laughs> that's when the, the conference, you're like, who you're like, are uh, you kidding? Sometimes you I'll kidding like, yourself? I'll go to whip up my camera on my phone to take a picture and it's reversed. And I'm like, oh no. And oh. then phone's got to go away. I got to start crying. <laughs> it's, it's a bad scene. You know what? I shouldn't have opened that. Stupid um, fucking camera. <laughs> no, I think it's just, a, it's always come from a, for me, it comes from, I think this explorative, like wandering nature that I've always had as a kid. So like my brain is like, there's like an ignorance to my confidence because I'm right. so deep in my head about just like discovering the world. Like I was the kid that wanted to get lost. Like I wouldn't cry if I didn't find my mother. Like I would, <laughs> I would run away, like just to, just to explore things. Go chase a stupid butterfly, Something be new. lost in the grocery store. Let's check out the ice cream aisle. Like I never minded just kind of wandering and that kind of followed me throughout life. So I just like, while people think I'm like standing up and being super confident, I'm really just like, I'm really just getting to know, like, I'm just kind of like speculating, I'm observing, mm, I'm looking at yeah. things and I just happen to look confident doing it because I'm so busy trying to figure out what's going on around <laughs> You're me. So focused. I'm not that worried. <laughs> You're so focused on like absorbing your, your surroundings that people are like, she's a confident young woman. I just, I just, it just seems like I have it together. And it's just like, no, I'm just not, I'm not worried about what I look like right now because I'm trying to remember how to play Sudoku on the wall. Like it's just- <laughs> You're like, how do those numbers go together? Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. That makes sense, though. You know, like you, and that also probably helps, right? If you're always curious and you're always like exploring and, and just that's what you're doing, like you, ha you almost have to be like confident because like if you were too meek, you wouldn't want to explore, right? You would just be like, no, I'm just going to stay close to what I know. Right. So I guess yeah. it's just natural a little bit. And I genuinely think that like people are so weird and fascinating. I've always felt like a weird individual myself. And the way that just everyone is brought up with their different values, their, the different headspaces that they use to move through the world, the, the different perspectives, like everyone is so weird to me. And I find that fascinating. And so I end up asking a lot of questions and that makes me look like something of an extrovert, I guess, because right. I just want to I just want to pick people's brain. I think everyone's kind of interesting in how they're nothing like me. <laughs> Do you consider yourself an extrovert or an introvert? I don't. I consider myself an ambivert. That's a, that's a word, right? That's kind I, of like... If it is, you're blowing my mind right now. Ambivert, you said? An ambivert. It's yeah. something of a mixture of the two. Sometimes I, I do need to recharge and be introverted and I, and I get socially anxious. Like when I don't want to socialize, I do not want to socialize. Like I will have an attitude. I will be quiet. I will not give you answers that I feel like are like regular responses. Like I just don't want, I will shut myself away. But when I want to partake, when I want to contribute in a social environment, right. I will absolutely partake. I don't know. It's very strange. I can be like one or the other person just depending I, on the day. I didn't even know there was, I'm looking at it now. I thought it was one or the other. I didn't know there was, I mean, I guess it makes sense to be in the middle, but mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah, I've always looked at myself as definitely more of like an extrovert. Like I'm just kind of a loud in your face kind of person. So I think most people will probably also think I'm like an extrovert. Um, yeah, you've always been a very confident, like yeah, you're also, you're not afraid to say like exactly what's on your mind, exactly no. the way it is. I feel like there's no like editing when it comes <laughs> no, to <laughs> There is editing, but I, I definitely am. I, yeah, I don't like, like hiding how I'm feeling about something. Like obviously in life you have to sometimes, but I, I think it's important. Like, the, okay. So when I used to work in retail, I, 
I was not very good at it because I was on the cash register a lot, but if people are being dumb, I'm not a fan <laughs> of them not knowing that they're being dumb. Like I would be, I want them to know that they're being stupid without being like you being stupid. So I, I, I do things to make them realize how dumb they're being. And yeah. I don't know why that is. it's just like, I, I need you to know. So you don't do this in the future. Like I think I told my friend that once and he's like, Oh, so you're being an asshole to help them. I'm like, yes, you finally understand what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think it's good to just say how you feel most of the time, you know, like not like you can, you know, sugarcoat some things here and there, but it's good to just say how you feel about things, you know, like by not saying how you feel, it's just, I don't know. You just, you know, I didn't do very well in retail either because I was kind of the same way. I was just very like, I'm not a salesperson because I don't care right. if you buy it or not. <laughs> and if that person looks like they don't want the pants because they said they don't have the money for it, they probably don't have the money for it. Right. So it doesn't make sense that I'm going to keep pushing the pants on them when they just told me they don't have the money for it. That's and then so like the funny. managers would look at me like, wow, that is all not the point. <laughs> it's, it's funny too. Cause like, that's the opposite of me though. I'm actually a really good salesman. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't force someone to buy something that they couldn't, if they like, Oh, I can't really afford it. Then I probably back off. But outside of that, I'm actually a really good salesman. Um, I don't know why that is, but like, People have told me all my life, like, oh, you're a great salesman. Like not even, but even before I got like jobs, like I was good at selling shit when I was in high school and, and, and I could be, I could sell bullshit, you know, I could sell mm -hmm, fucking mm -hmm. TV. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know where I get my confidence from. It's almost like, I guess I, I am just confident in the abilities I have. Like, I don't think I'm like an overly smart person, but I think I'm smart enough that I know if I'm surrounded by people who are smarter or dumber than me. And so I know I, I can confident that I can be, you know, I'm not going to make myself look like an idiot. There's yeah. like an emotional intelligence behind it. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. I, I've never considered myself that smart, but I realize there are so many dumb people in the world that maybe I am like upper echelon just because everyone, you know, dumb people are so confident low. too. Yeah, that's true. I guess it depends on what you're confident about. You could be like really good looking, but be dumb, but you're just confident because you're like, well, I'm really good looking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not, I don't get my, my, I don't know why I'm so confident, you know, like I, I don't really understand. People have said this. I've had women who like, after we like, were to kind of like became a thing or whatever, we're like, oh, I was almost like intimidated by you a little bit. You're just like so confident. Oh. And I was like, yeah. And I was, I was like, really? I was like, I don't, I don't want to be like intimidating. They're like, oh, you just have like a big confidence about you. Like you knew exactly what was going to happen and everything. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. You know, like I never, I didn't really, I didn't really think about it. Like I was just trying to be me. So. Oh, wow. Well, you, you, got a, you got a very bright confidence about you. You know what you mm. want, you go for it. And like people see that and they respond to it. Yeah, Is that something that's like a family trait maybe? Um, not really. My, no, I don't think so. I don't know that my family is especially confident necessarily. I, you know, I don't know what happened. I think I, I remember, so I speak too fast a lot. And it's something that I try to get better at. Like literally I have to think about as I live my life. But I, that, that initially came from like, because I'm, there's my parents, there's four kids in my family. So six people in the family, it was sometimes hard to like get to speak. And when you had the opportunity to speak, like people would cut you off a lot. So I felt like I had to talk really fast, you know? So I don't know if like- mm -hmm. Yeah, being, it's true. 
to yeah. get like your thought out in completion before you know that the next person is going to say something. Right. And then I was like the, I was the youngest for a bit. And then I, my parents had one more kid, but like I was done the bottom tier, you know? And so it's like, you had to just say it like while you had the moment to say it or else you, you know, people didn't care. So I feel like because I was, I, and even like with friends, I often felt like, not that I was like a doormat, but they would like, I was like the kid. I was always seem to be the shortest and the like, um, like, people would just look at me like this nerd and I didn't like that people did that. So I always tried to like, I think after a while I started like pushing against that so much that I just developed the confidence of like, I'm not just this nerd, even though I look like a nerd, like, um, you know, whatever. Yeah. No. Is that what you, has people, have you gotten that? Or is that like a self-projected thought? What the nerd thing? Yeah. Um, well definitely in school, like, you know how it is. Like when you're in like elementary yeah. middle school, like you fit whatever you look like, right? Like, I had glasses and therefore I wasn't especially tall or anything. So I was a nerd, mm -hmm. you know, even yeah. though, and that was the, I realized like in like, I remember like in third grade, like talking to like the cooler kids and they kind of realized I was cool too, you know? And I was like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not the nerd. I look like I'm actually like more like a, a quote unquote cool kid at the time. Right. And, mm -hmm. but that's something I've had to deal with. Like I had to deal with all in school. Like I looked like a nerd, but like, I'm, I'm more of just like a normal kid. If that makes That's any funny. sense. I kind of, no, it does. I went through the opposite of that where like, I, I have been told that I am like a, con a conventionally like pretty or cute or whatever. And I kind of, I kind of right. look like I look very girly in, in a lot of senses, but then like when you get to know me, I'm actually very nerdy and Right. That's true. Kind of actually, loser, I guess. Really. <laughs> no, you know, you are definitely nerdy. I mean, I do remember your thorner from your room. <laughs> Which is always one of my favorite things about you. Thorner, oh man! Do you guys? Are you not doing that anymore? Because you got. I donated. I donated a lot of my my toys, my Thor toys. So for those of you who don't know, Jerry had a little corner of a room with all Thor stuff coming out of it. So she nicknamed it her Thorner. I loved Thor. Yeah, Thor was cool. Thank you very much. Before or before or after Chris Hemsworth. Um, before Chris Hemsworth, I have a lot of the Thor God of Thunder comic books right. and I had like the whole story. I have the real stories of like Thor Ragnarok and I was very excited right. for it to come out on film. They kind of botched that story for me, but wow. it's okay. You like Chris Hemsworth? I mean, he's hot. He is. No, I like, I like, I thought he was really, really good casting as far as someone that acts very like, you can tell he is a God amongst humans. Like he does a very right. good job at showing yeah. that. Yeah, he's like so, slightly pompous, like just he's in charge type thing. Right, right. He has like Fish this like very thing. formal demeanor about him. Yeah, yeah he, they, <laughs> they did a good job when they finally, like, especially obviously with Ragnarok, realizing like the fish out of water thing, which he often was, was very funny. Mm -hmm. Just lean into yeah. that. That's why yeah. like they're making the uh, fourth one, you know, uh, Love and Thunder or whatever it's called. I know. I'm excited. It's going to be dope. Think, I've been watching Loki. It's been really great. I need to watch it. Now that it's all out, I'm going to probably watch it. But that's the thing. I think they realized, like, the first Thor was, I think, pretty good. The second one was, like, kind of bland. And they finally, mm -hmm. I think, described the third one. They were like, well, we, we can't stop now. So they're like, let's just make another one. Yeah. No, and they're really finding, like, they brought a lot of, like, comedy to, like, yeah, the fish out of water character for yeah. them. And it's, it's going really well. I can't and what, what's, the what's the dude's name? Wakiki? I don't know how to say his name. The director. Um, I should know. It's like Tati Wakiti or whatever. He's like the New Zealand dude. He did um, Jojo Rabbit and a bunch of stuff. He's a very, very good director. Very good writer. Nice. Awesome. Sweet. Um, yeah, I guess confidence. It's hard. I don't know. If you don't have confidence, like, I don't know. Is there a way you would, something you would tell someone? Like, how do you give, like, 
what if you had like a daughter or son and they were like in middle school or something like what would you tell them i don't i don't know i, I would say I, I guess it is like about how you carry yourself and how you see how you see things like confidence is like a for me it has been a lack of overthinking like what's going on inside your head like how you look what people are thinking like those are things that I don't really spend a lot of time thinking about as like I move through the world. I just think about what I have to do and I observe a lot and I ask right. questions. So I guess that keeps me a little bit out of my head and that, that kind of reads as confidence. Um, one thing I've noticed that I, that I do is I always try to crack like the formality of people in the world because I've always thought that there is like there's like a strange formality that we all go through when we don't know each other when we're out in public like yeah, we all true. hold ourselves to be like this kind of person but we all know that none of us are actually like that and that the world is actually ridiculous and falling apart and <laughs> like so i try to crack that in people like immediately like i try to find i try to get to your humanity as fast as possible because huh. i don't like i don't like small talk Right. I, I like that actually, though. It is true. Like we are most, yeah, you are kind of formal. Anyone's formal when you first meet somebody, but like, it's not really who they are, you know? So yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, when it's like, you, you could walk up to someone and be like, Hey, how are you? How's it going? And then they're going to be like, I'm fine. How are you? And then I'll just be like, no, I mean like, what was the highlight of your last 24 hours? And, and diving then, right in. I like it. Yeah. And then they're just like, oh, uh, well, and then it kind of sparks a little like something else, a little something more real. Cause it's like, yeah, this is how you are actually doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's good stuff. Especially like that. Those kind of questions are good. Like, especially if you're like trying to flirt with somebody or you're like on a date or something, those are good mm -hmm. questions too. It's cause it's not, it's like, it's like you said, it's not small talk. It's like really let's talk you know so yeah and it's something that it's like it's not too invasive because it was just like it's like your last 24 hours i didn't ask like how your mother raised you or if you have one right. like you know give, just, me, give me a horrible childhood experience for me yeah it's not the low light of your last 24 hours give me the best thing that happened <laughs> yeah that's good yeah um yeah i don't know i i think i think the best way to be confident is just to understand that like mo whoever you are listening there's probably something pretty cool about you even if you don't realize or maybe you think other people don't there is something probably pretty awesome about you and if you just understand that and just start wherever you meet wherever you do you just remember that like you are pretty awesome yeah that's how that's how you get the confidence you know like i don't know what i'm especially great at but i know i'm good enough to read a room and read a situation and smart enough to understand those things so i won't make an ass of myself and then mm -hmm. combine that with like i don't know i think i'm generally i can i, I can carry a conversation you know i i know enough in the world that I speak that I, you know, can be interesting enough. And I think you just from there, you just go and you just be yourself and you only think about it. I think that's also part of it is it's hard, but once you develop the confidence, you don't even think about it. You're just yeah, you. Exactly. That's just part of you. I guess there's a sense of like overthinking for, for anyone who moves through things. And it's just like thinking about, again, what are people thinking about me? What do I look right. like right now? Is there something on my nose? Right. Did I say that right? Is this yeah, my accent? Is this how I always talk? <laughs> is, this, is this, am I doing Australian? What's happening right now? Um, but you know, it's, it, it's, yeah, it's one of those things where like, you can't think about that stuff that much. Like you show me, I guess, be aware. Yeah. It's like you have like something on your face or something, but you just don't, I, I, I think once you, once you realize who you really are, which usually happens like in your twenties or something, you just, yeah. ha you should develop a natural confidence with it. And then like, you don't focus on like, I say something weird. Is that awkward? Like you just don't, don't even think about that stuff. You just do you. Yeah. 
Unless, of course, there's like those, you know, the, the, the life events that make you kind of get into your head, you know, like job interviews or dates. Like oh, you're, okay. you're obviously going to think like, oh, man. Should I have said that? Probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> with to be honest with you, when it comes to like dates or some of those things, like I I get nervous before like dates or even like job interviews, like you said, I get nervous beforehand and all that stuff. But once I'm into it, generally, I just can I just start doing it. You know, like I'm just like here it goes. It's it's like before that I get nervous. I try to just be in the moment in like those situations because that's you. To be fair, especially with a date, like if the person's interested in you, it's probably because they like you. So you shouldn't go in trying to be anything other than you. you yeah. Know? So again, it's about understanding who you really are and then um, running with that. And then you're confident because you know who you are. Yeah. Hard it's to funny. do. I, I feel, it is hard to do. Cause I've definitely, I can't say that I'm like, I don't know if I'm great at first dates. First dates have been kind of weird. And I've been kind of like in the dating game a little bit right now, going through some first dates and second dates. And mm. I'm finding that I, not that I get nervous, but like, as soon as it starts, I'm kind of wondering when it's going to be over. Like, cause mm. I guess I'm a, I'm a little bit nervous and I feel like I feel under a magnifying glass. Right. I feel like there, there's that interview, like pressure to be yeah, yeah, like formal, is. but I'm combating that. And I am like trying to like be present in the moment and be like, Hey, you know, like, Hey, I said I'd be here for the next couple of hours, so I'm here. Let's hang out. Let's do things. I, I bet but you're pretty I do good get into on my first head dates. A bit. I don't like I said. I do get I do get into my head, and right. it's hard. It's I, hard not to like. When, it's just like anything, right? If someone's like, "Oh, don't don't think about it too much," it's like that's the hard part. Is I am right. thinking about it, so it's hard to be like, "I just won't focus on this." It's like it, it, that's the hardest part. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 like I, like when, when I use when I go on first dates, like I'm generally. I'm a little nervous ahead of time, but then when I see the girl or whatever, I'm like, Hey, and we start talking, it's good. But like I said, people say I come off super confident. It's almost like intimidating. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm not that like, I am confident in myself, but I'm like overly confident. Like, Oh, I'm definitely going to bring this, this chick home. You just, yeah, I, like, it's I, about I, just I being you. You're like a pompous individual. Like, you know, no, no one's ever said pompous. Fortunately, just, 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 just very confident is what I've heard, which I think is yeah. mostly good. Which is great. I think it's great. Yeah. But it's true. You just, it, there's like an ease about how you deliver yourself to the world, you know? Yeah, because I'm not, like, this, I'm this not, me. I think fine. I'm, I do a lot of self-deprecating humor and some people, some people say I do it maybe too much. I'm too hard on myself, but that keeps me grounded, you know, cause I, I am aware of my, I, it, it's hard to, it's hard to talk about your own abilities, whatever they are without being somewhat cocky about it. Cause if you know, like I know I'm, I don't want to say I'm smart, but I'm smart enough, you know, and it's hard to yeah. talk about that without being somewhat cocky. But at the same time, like, that's why I remind myself all the time, whether I'm making fun of myself or just reminding myself, like, I'm not really amazing in any way. I'm just sort of me, <laughs> you know? And so like, if I meet someone and they like that, whether it's through friendship or something more, you know, in a relationship, then there you go. Great. They like me for me and they like the, whatever I have. And that's, you know, and you again, you're just yeah. confident because when you're you and you find people who like you, then there's no reason you shouldn't be confident because they like you. You know, yeah. they're not liking some goofy shit you're trying to do or that you're that's not you. So I totally agree. And at the same time, I get kind of like I get kind of shaken up about that. People think I'm amazing and then I like she I is struggle, everybody, she's amazing. And I, I struggle with imposter syndrome. Is mm. like like let's say like someone thinks you're doing a really good job at something, then like I tend to get in my head and be like, I wonder if I really am doing a good job or if they're just saying that I'm doing a good job. Oh, I, oh Jerry. Things like that. Oh, so Jerry. sometimes I, I do get a little bit like self-conscious and when it comes to like confidence stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. It's weird. It, it, it can go either way. You know, it's 
that is imposter syndrome is interesting. I, I, I felt that only sometimes like in the last year in school, like I felt that a bit, but then when I started to think about it, I was like, I did a lot of work in school. I busted my ass and yes, yeah. I did. I did great in school, but I guess I was like, I'm surprised I was just able to do it. Like it wasn't easy. It's not like I floated through it. I fucking did a lot of work on those things, but I guess it was yeah. surprised that I was like, Oh, I want to go back to school. And then I was like, Oh, I got up straight A's. And I was like, what? You know, looking back, I'm like, that's a little crazy, but I am able to remind myself. But you want to know what I get. I don't want to say it's imposter syndrome, but like what I do when someone says, oh, you're doing a good job and you go, are they just saying that? My biggest thing with that is actually sex, because how the, I think I'm, a, I'm OK, but how do I know? What if the woman is just saying that because you're with that person? Oh. You know, like well, I, I, I think I am good and I'm good, but I don't know. And I might never know because how how will I? <laughs> <laughs> if every woman I'm with is just nice, then there you go. Or maybe they just all have raving reviews. That's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe I'm great. You know, maybe I'm a fucking yeah. Adonis for all I know. It's one or the other. I guess I don't. No, it, it is one of those things where like I'm like in theory. I mean, they are coming every time, it, unless they're all faking it, which would would blow my mind. Um, then I guess I am pretty good. But but who the fuck knows, right? Could be some of them were faking it. Some of them weren't. See now, now you're now you got my head. Now I'm questioning things. I got sent some. I got sent some texts. Some people. I mean, do, do you you, ne- you never do you never worry about like your performance in bed? Are you always like that's? Oh, absolutely. I I, I absolutely worry. I worry a lot. <laughs> I'm I'm very like. Was that okay? Can we just talk about if you like to rate that? Let's review this. Out of ten, let's say if you this let- is like a sports play. I want you to roll back the tape sports and tell play. me where I could have improved. That, that's how you know you don't watch sports. Let's watch this sports play. <laughs> let's watch sports. Yeah, that's exactly sports, that's I'm not sports a sports ball. watcher. Can you tell? <laughs> I, I you you fooled me. Um, but you know what? <laughs> Speaking of all of this, talking about sex and relationships and everything, you've actually been going through. I would say something fairly major in your life when it comes to all of that, right? Sex, relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I'm basically going through puberty again these days. (laughs) (laughs) Gary's going through puberty at the age of whatever age you are at this point, 26, 22, 30. Age age range, 22. Somewhere between on your, on your, uh, your headshot. What does your age range say? 20 to 39. (laughs) It says, it says 17 to 28. 17. You know, you probably could pull off 17. You know why? It's because I read incredibly young on the on camera. It's weird. Like if you see like film of me, I look like a twelve year old. It's crazy. I mean, it's not. Hey, listen, the more range, the better, right? It's not like it's a bad thing. Absolutely. Hey, that's not. I'm not knocking it. I still have. I still have some teenage roles left in me. If they bring, if they bring Twilight back, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I hope not. To be fair, I'm they, not, I'm not they, male enough. That's fine. She, she, oh, they can, they can change that. They did finally make. Um, she released another Twilight book. So there you go. Oh, wow. Really? Well, so both The Hunger Games and Twilight both released uh, new books. The Twilight one was something she was working on literally like 2008 or something. And she canceled it and I guess brought it back where it's the same. It's the first book, but from Edward's point of view. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then The Hunger Games made a prequel that I think was like the first Hunger Games ever. So like 75 years or whatever before the other books. Both <gasps> oh, of them, both of them apparently were not very highly reviewed. So I don't know. That's what I saw. I don't know how true that is. That's just the reviews I saw. I was a little bit more excited about the Hunger Games one. I, I did read I, those books. I did. as I think I have some of those books in this room since I used, this used to be your room. I think I remember when you were reading that actually. 
It was a while ago. Yeah, there were there were there. Listen, the the, the original trilogy was there was a good trilogy. Oh, the third book sucked, but it was still good. It was still enjoyable. It, yeah, it, it was it was incredibly sad, but it was. I, good. Hate, I hated that third book. Um, it was so sad. I hate it. it just, I just made me really sad. I just didn't like it. It just felt it felt like she didn't know what to do with the story, and she's like, I don't know, let's just kill people, and it's just like a rambling. Yeah. The first two books were great. Um, but anyway, enough yeah. of that. Um, but yes, you are currently going through something obviously quite profound. Ah, yes. Well, I mean, is it profound? I well, I mean, you're like I said, you're, you're, I think most people maybe think about this a little earlier in life. You're not that you're an old woman or anything, but True. to be it in is, your late twenties. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a late comer in uh, the lesbian game in, mm-hmm. in the sense of exclusively dating women. I have right, you've always, been bi for, yeah, I've kind of always been bi pretty much my entire life or, or pansexual, if you will. Uh, whatever the of, new word is i keep forgetting all these links um well i use the term pansexual in the sense that i really always did have an emphasis on like my connection with people regardless of how they look what their gender is and it, it was just it was always uh, about, like, that's, personality. That's true. i've seen some of them jerry it's no, <laughs> <laughs> there have been times where like someone walks by and you're like god that guy was hot and i was like that fucking guy but what do i know I, i'm just i'm a straight well, guy but... that's how you know it was all an illusion baby i was just saying you weren't really into, <laughs> you weren't into them ever it was all just bullshit um I do, but yeah I do so about that <laughs> so yeah basically you're coming to terms with like you you as far as I know, are you saying, yeah, you're no longer really into men. You were officially changed teams and you're exclusively now like you're a lesbian. Yeah, pretty much. I am exclusively um, only receiving female applications at this time. No male yes. applicants will be looked forward, looked at. Thank you for your forward. time. Yeah. I appreciate you sending in the resume, but <laughs> we're going so in, I'm going in a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, which, it, which I will say it is. It is, I would, I would imagine this is a scary time for you because I, I, think was, I don't know if we said this on the podcast. I was talking to Terrence about this randomly. I was like, if I randomly right now was like, am I gay? And I started to really think about it. That would like scare me. Like my whole life I've been one way and now yeah. suddenly I'm not like, that'd be just, just a scare. And then you have to, like, you have to come out and, and then there's like people who knew you one way that it's something different. So I'm like, it's a really crazy time. Oh yeah. It's a whole, it's a whole oh, mind you. fuck. Or am I allowed to say mindfuck? You can say whatever the hell you want. It's... Awesome. It, it is. It is <laughs> Curse our... I just talked about making women come. I mean, you can talk about whatever you want. Oh, that's true. You did do that. That's fine. <laughs> We're expl- yeah, We're the, it, we have the does... explicit tag on this podcast. Don't worry. It's it's there. Oh, solid. Mature. Only. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which you can play. Right. If I, if I did. Uh, so with that, it does feel like going through puberty again. It does. It takes you back to every single like moment in your past or every relationship before and just being like, oh, is that why that didn't work? Oh, that must have been why that didn't work. Oh, that explains everything about that relationship. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, I think about it's that. freakishly connecting a lot of dots as to why I guess I had certain like emotional walls up or physical walls up at certain times that I chose to have them up. If you like plug in the gay factor, all of a sudden it all connects. Um, <laughs> you know, that is actually really interesting though. Like when you kind of, it's almost like you're seeing the code, right? You're like fucking Neo in the matrix. You're like, it all makes sense now. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, you're constantly looking for the right job in the wrong department. It's never going to happen. You're just like, mm. you're wondering like, why can't I make this work? It's like, you're just not, you're in the wrong department. Someone, That's someone was, you were trying to buy a dog. What you really wanted was a cat. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. And then when you, and, and then, you, and then, is, is, there, a cat and is that there, 
is there a connection to the fact that you have cats and you don't like dogs? Is there anything related to that? Uh, there's a huge stereotype about lesbian <laughs> cats, so probably there probably is something there. <laughs> You're like, don't tell anyone, but yes. Don't tell anyone, but it oddly, it, like I said, it, with me, it oddly all makes sense. <laughs> To be fair, Yoda is very... just Yoda is just very much like you, your cat. He's just like kind of an asshole, but you kind of love him at the same time. You know? So he's still he's cute enough for to get away with it. Yeah, especially when you put him in little sweaters and shit. Exactly. It's too <laughs> hot for sweaters right now, but I can't wait well, till it gets colder. It, how, it gets cold enough in LA. Yeah, you'll be fun. Uh, yeah, it definitely does. I, I'm glad that I get to take advantage of fall weather out here. Yeah, you know, I saw jackets. So <laughs> <Selfie stock> jackets. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, how how is that? How is I guess like exploring that and, and you've been dating women now and it's crazy. Yeah, I mean I have I've dated short term with women. I haven't really dated anyone long term. So yeah, right now I'm just kind of like dating around and putting myself in like a queer headspace, just being like mm. in a community of like other other LGBTQ women and, LGBTQ and men as well. I, I plus plus. I A plus. Too many. And we talked about this too many. Yeah. <laughs> they're all they're all included for me. And that's yes. It's been it's been absolutely wonderful just kind of like living within that space and feeling just more connected to it, just in like a communal sense. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of when it was just uh, pride, so it's probably a good time to be figuring all that out, no? Yeah, it's also <laughs> it's also a great time. Also, West Hollywood is a great place to hang out. <laughs> for anyone of the LGBTQ community. It's like it's like the gay motherland out here. It's so much fun. Nice. Uh, so it's just a, yeah, it's, it's, it's an open environment. I've been going on like first dates, just kind of trying to figure out, it, it feels like puberty again. I'm trying to figure out butterflies. Yeah, I'm trying to figure again, out yeah. connections with people and first dates and who pays and what are we going to do <laughs> on our second? Do you want to go on a second date? Do you like this? I don't know. <laughs> who goes, do, do you go for the kiss? Does it matter? Does she sometimes, it's, who knows? Is it, is it too soon? Should I ask? To be I fair, there is, there is like, there is like a different, some, there's not code, but there is like different verbiage, verbiage with like, if you are gay, like I remember my friends was gay as a guy. There's like all sorts of different things that they say or do that like is only amongst gay guys. And I was like, I don't know any of this shit. You know, and he was telling me, so like, it is like, almost you have to learn some like the new stuff or like yeah. the protocol even. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't say I'm super well known on protocol uh, on like the norms. I just, I just feel like I am going to offer to pay every time because right. <laughs> just to, just because just polite, just to be polite. Yeah. 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 And if there's, if there's not like, and I'm not going to, you know, I'm not like a one night stand kind of person. I'm not looking right. for that right now. So, you yeah. know, I'm just kind of going with the flow, just getting to know people. I'm also new in town. So it's a lot like, of, everything's new this for you. Everything is so new. So I just like, I'm like trying to meet like friends within the community, but also kind of dating, but like, yeah. if, like if there's a vibe then we'll continue. But if not, I have another friend. I don't know. Yeah, no, that, and, and, and it's, it is a weird thing also about being an adult is like making new friends. So that is a good way almost to do it. Like just put yourself in this community and, and then see what happens, right? Maybe make friends, you make girlfriends, whatever. So have yeah. you, let me ask you a question. How have you been the person to give like a first kiss yet? Have you been like, I'm going to initiate this? Um, yes. Yes, I have. Were you nervous? Um, Were you like, oh, here we go. I'm going in for it. Or you were just like, nah, fuck it. I'm just in the moment. I am not 
a nervous kisser, I would say. I would hmm. say that I'm I'm usually kind of a kiss initiator in men and female relationships. I've been that person plenty of times. So no one ever has to be like, are we kissing or what? You're just like, I'm going to be the one to do it. Some, uh, I can't say I've been asked too many times. I think like guys will either just do it. Right. And some, I think I, some women have asked. Some women have asked. Like, can I kiss you? you? Yeah. Huh. Like, or I've they'll never, just be like, I just want to kiss you so bad right I've now. I've never actually asked a person that. I guess you just kind I, of feel the moment, but. No, I have, I, I have now. I have in the recent times. Maybe it's a lesbian thing. See what I'm saying? You're is learning. that a lesbian thing? <laughs> I don't know. You have to tell me. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm a new one. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Cause when, in, for people who are straight, it's like, I don't know. Generally the guy is quote unquote supposed to do it or whatever, but I don't know if it's two lesbians. I don't know. Maybe it's just confusing it's either yeah it's it's you have to go with the flow right you have to go with yeah. the vibe and i've never was... had a girl kiss me first now that i think about it have i no have you no i never had a woman kiss me first you know what i realized in any situation like this where like there's two people you're on a date and you're doing whatever there's always a moment where you're supposed like the kiss is supposed to happen and if you don't right. take that opportunity it's over at that point, maybe the next day or something, but you can't maybe miss it. And then like five minutes later, come back for it. Doesn't work. You have to do it in that moment. Yeah. Is that sometimes usually only, at the end of the only, date? Yeah. At the end of the date, it's classic, it's classic time for a kiss. No. Right. Yeah. That's always, that's the time. That's, Unless, I've, I've done several kisses like, all right, well, I'll talk to you later. And it's, you know, unfortunately it's like the subway because it's New York city, you know, I'm like, right. well, you're yeah. standing a bunch of like a million, but I'm like, well, and then you kind of just, I don't know, you're going for it it's hard to like react, I guess, to know who's supposed to do it. But then, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like asking, I guess, I don't know if you're supposed to ask. I don't know. The first, the first kiss is the hardest part, I think. Cause once you make that kiss, you know, you're both into each other officially. And then you're like, all right, cool. And everything else from there to me is super easy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. After that, it's like, Oh, cool. Yeah. Cause well, then you know, I mean, well, second dates are still kind of nerve wracking. Yeah. And see, not for me though. Like for me, if we've kissed, I'm like, well, I'm in, like, she likes me and we're going out again. So she like, and I'm not saying it's like, I'm wearing a bang that night, but it's like, you know, we, th th we're officially like both on the same page. So let's yeah. see where this goes. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean something's going to happen, but at that point, damn, my confidence is sky high. I'm like, well, let's fucking do whatever we do. I guess, I guess I'm not sure. You know what I've noticed in dating right now in the early stages of dating, I still don't know what other people want. Yeah. I mean, it takes like a couple of dates to really like iron that out, but you don't Everyone think like it's like going with the flow in the beginning. I, I could tell that she was into me, but as far as like what she wants from like what she was saying throughout the date, I think she might want something like incredibly serious, like looking oh, into oh. like a long-term situation. Like she, she was very like, I'm 33. I'm trying to start a family. Uh, I was that like, mean, oh, wait, pretty um, clear. I guess I what she was. I don't know. I don't know if she was, but she said that like in passing in a conversation, not in like a direct uh, answer. Like, what do you want out of this? Well, still, thing? if she's saying that though, I don't, unless she's looking right, for a you know? fling, but it doesn't, I mean, if she directly said that, I would say she's probably is looking for like a more serious yeah, yeah. So Which I don't I'm know not, if you're I'm in that sure position that considering right, right now. Yeah, you yeah, just figured yeah. out. Um, damn. I'm still, well, I'm still exploring some things. At least um, you didn't get like a month or two in and you found that out. Cause I'm like, well, damn. Yeah. She also seemed a little bit like startled with how recently I quit the men thing. Some <laughs> lesbians do not like when you 
do it with men. They no. don't like that. No, they, they don't. Do not accept. They're, They're like dirty goods. They're she was weird. Like, how long ago did you drop them? Yo, there are weird double standards. Like there are like straight women who are would never be with a guy if a guy's messed around with another guy. Yeah, and then a bunch yeah. of them who were like, nope, fuck that. And I was always like, yeah, I don't there's know a why. lot of women like that out there. Yeah, it's, I don't, they're I don't weird. I don't, I, it's a lot of weird. Like, it, it, I don't know if it's like double standard, but it's like, why do you, why do you really care who they've been with? You know, like, yeah. what is it, especially with like, the sex? Like, what does that matter? Like, I don't, if you, you it's two are traces, talking, it's traces of this like societal conditioning homophobia because it's like the world has taught you to be like homophobic. Therefore, you don't, you shouldn't want a guy that's well, what about, close to gay. Like, what about know, this like, woman though? Like, she doesn't want you to, it's reverse. She doesn't want you you to recently drop guys. She is. She is reverse oppressing. Uh, Yeah, it's 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 like by people. Yeah. I was watching an episode of like Modern Family and um, they're (laughs) they're talking about like, I don't know if you've watched the show, but you know, one of the main characters like are gay couple, two guys. And they're talking about, they were like, a lot of people have this common misconception that gay guys and gay women can be friends they're like it's not true we have nothing in common they're like they're like a gay man and wi- and women can talk about the guys they like gay men yeah. and straight men can talk about things that guys like gay yeah. men and, and and gay women there's nothing in common so i don't know it is really weird like, it is weird like i don't know why i wouldn't care i wouldn't care if a woman i've been with has been with either i mean I, i've been with a lot of women who've been with either so I have, yeah, I've personally dated Most men women have been with that were, some women. yeah, I, I've dated a couple of like bi men or bi curious men or pansexual men. And honestly, they've been fine. They have less traces of toxic masculinity than any of the other men that I've dated. Right. So that kind of, that, that kind of actually worked for me. Yeah, that makes sense. That and makes then at sense. one point I was like, I don't want to date a guy that isn't at least bi. I don't need that. <laughs> I don't <laughs> need all that straight nonsense. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Um, yeah, the toxic masculinity thing is bad. I, I, I think I try everything in my power to not be like that, you know, like yeah. not that I am in any capacity, but like, that's the I've opposite never, of Yeah, I've never seen any toxic masculinity coming from you at all. Not I even hate, the slightest. Which I appreciate. That's like a compliment, but yeah, yeah it, it is unfortunate that there's so many guys like that. I don't, I mean, obviously we don't have time to go down that fucking rabbit hole, but, um, mm. so being your newfound lesbianness has been going well then. <laughs> it's been going well. Yeah, like I said, I'm not. I'm, I, I'm not looking to start family anytime soon. I have a cat, and I think That's the paperwork has been processed just fine. <laughs> um, just enjoying newfound, uh, like taking up newfound gay space has been like reaffirming on its own, which is strange enough. Yeah. Right. Also, yeah. I, um, I, yeah. I've seen something uh, where. A woman had suggested, I, yeah, I saw, maybe I saw it on TikTok. It's fine. I saw it on I TikTok. I mean, whatever, somewhere you saw it. Yeah, this this woman was like, if you really like are questioning this, then like, just don't like, like literally do not talk to men anymore. Like if you can help it. And like just, me, like, me just, too, just, like, like you can't talk to me anymore. No, like, I mean, like in an interested, like, sense, uh, okay. like no okay. more, like no more entertaining the flirting thing or like none of that. Not even when you, when you talked to me about this a few weeks ago, you were going through this. I think I said something similar. I was like, you should just stay away from guys and see what happens. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's on, it's, and it's only working out. It's it only gets better. It's like, I've, I literally have stopped making eye contact with men. Like I'm not even yes. needing their eyes anymore. I'm men are like not. homeless people. Like, you know, don't, if you make eye contact, they're going to see a connection. So just don't yeah, even do that. Literally. So I'm like not even meeting their eyes anymore. And it's been, it's, 
it's been going well, I have to say. I have yes. not been suffering. <laughs> no, like, that's why I said, like, with the way you were making it seem like about a month ago, you were like, I'm like, you don't sound like, I'm like, it sounds like, yeah, you're, you're definitely going like the lesbian. That's why that sounds like what you're doing. And I was like, I think, yeah, it's explore. And so, I mean, do you keep doing what you're doing? And if you never think about like guys again, and I guess you probably got your answer, you know, like, you know, and then it's like, and if I do meet a man that ends up being like the love of my life and I want to make it work, there then you go. that's going to be okay too. Yeah. It's a thing you, you might never actually get, there might never be a definitive answer, you know, maybe you're mostly for women, but yeah, maybe you meet the occasional yeah. guy. Like it, there's, it's almost, doesn't yeah, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just been like it. shifting all over the spectrum. Yeah. And, and nothing wrong with that, right? Like we, we want to put labels on things and there, there are uses of labels in the world, but at the same time, like maybe you don't like, I don't know if there is a label. I'm sure there is some mate, some, something for that, but yeah, maybe you're primarily into women, but occasionally with guys, like that's just who that's just Jerry. Yeah. And I mean, for the most part, that's been the exact opposite so far in my life. So it's like, right. why not try this one? Cause the other side wasn't working. I was dating mostly men with like, just like a sprinkle of women here and there. Right, and right. I just, I, I just couldn't find any, there was always something coming up with the connections. There was always, and I remember just always feeling really broken about losing the friendship aspect of my relationships with men yeah. and not necessarily the physical part. That's just really broken about losing a friend. Like That is the hard part about like any breakup, right? Like I remember growing up, people were like, oh, like my, my boyfriend's my best friend or this and that. And I thought that was stupid. Right. But then you, when you become like, you start going to like long-term relationships, like especially when you become an adult, you're like, that shit's true. Like they are yeah. your best friend because you tell them fucking everything. You talk to them every day and tell them everything. And so it does suck to lose like the friendship in addition to the relationship. Well, I guess not so much right. for you, but <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, I've even, hey, I've even gone back to relationships to try to make them work. And then, cause like, I'll miss them. I'll miss them emotionally. And I'll be like, you know what? Maybe I do want to make this to work out. And then we get back together and then we get back to physical intimacy and I get back to being yeah, bored. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, that's right. This isn't working for me. Damn. And then I, and then I have that mental struggle of like, but I don't, but I like them, but for some reason I can't make it work. And I'm like, I'm trying to figure out why. You just want I, friendship. That's what it is. You just want to be friends. I, That's literally what it is. Because I just wanted to be friends. And I, I've been, I've been guilt-tripped into straight relationships because Maybe. men are always like, this is so real, Jerry. Like you, <laughs> you are running from how real this is. So like, good. You just don't realize it. Well, yeah. It's like what we have is the real connection. That's what you're, that's what it is. And I'm like, are you sure? Because I feel like I'm not. <laughs> I feel that way. And they're like. <laughs> You're definitely there. I can tell. <laughs> I can't remember how this got brought up. Someone was saying something. And I was like, I, I, I was like, I like this person, but you know, I'm not like attracted to them. And they're like, well, you should just give it a try. I'm like, no, no, that's not how it works. If you really right? like someone and you're not attracted to them, that's called a friendship. That's the biggest difference between a friendship and a relationship is an attraction level. If you're not attracted to somebody and you can't help who you're attracted to, that's the end of the story. They're their friends. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. That's literally, and I, and I have gotten that in a couple of like different like ways where people are just like, have you just not like tried enough to make these relationships with men work? And I'm just like, what? Yes. I tried. Yeah, I've, I've been friends it, with you long enough to have seen you go through several relationships. I, you I, seem like you're trying. I have put my best trying foot forward. Thank you very much. But at, yeah. at a certain point, yeah, you do have to find like, you have to figure out why it's not That's working out for you. So yeah, like I said, I'm 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 happy that you're you're exploring this, and hopefully you you know you find happiness from it. I mean, you so far you said you're enjoying it, so hopefully uh, that's what happens. Um, thank you, thank you. Obviously, yeah. we'll have you back on the show 
uh, well, I mean, Terrence is dead, so maybe you'll be the new host. Um, He's not dead. I'm kidding, Terrence. I love you, Terrence. I know you're listening to this at some point. I love you, bro. Um, <laughs> anyway, Jerry, let's wrap this up. Um, of course, yeah. we always you, you've listened to the show. We end every show with a hypothetical question, of course. Of course, let's have this. <laughs> so, okay, I was listening to the podcast, and this something happened to this guy, and I was like, I wonder, do you think if someone hired like a PI? To like follow you around for a week for whatever reason. Do you think you'd be notice? Or do you think you'd be pick that out and be like, "Is this fucking guy following me?" Or do you think you'd just be oblivious? I think I could pick him out. Really? Yeah, but I am I am used to the oh, uh, like the the cat call paranoia that was living in New York City. Mm. So I I have a keen eye on people that have eyes on me for too long. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So you think so like, I'd like to think, I'd like to think, you know, like obviously I'm not Jason Bourne, so right. I could, it could be happening right now. And I'm just sitting here like, yeah, I could totally tell. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's literally watching you as we speak. Um, yeah, it is an interesting question. Like, I don't know that I would, like, I'm, I'm aware of my surroundings and everything. Like I, I am, but at the same time, if, if there was someone like, you know, PPIs are trained to like not be seen. So I feel like if someone was far enough away where they were like, you know, like on the other block or they're like, you know, watching yeah. something, I don't know. I, that worries me. Like, I don't true. like that idea. Obviously no one likes yeah. that idea, but there's know. this whole, there's that whole thing of like being like one or two cars behind to like two cars behind car. once the I, left. I would see that. I would, I would not notice. I would not notice the car, two cars and then one to the left mm-hmm. tailing me. Now, you know, Yes, that was the thing. Like I, I, I can pick up on like patterns. So if I saw a guy and I saw him again, I would question that. Or if I saw the right. same car, maybe. Well, actually, I don't know what the car. The car thing, like in New York City, dude, I don't even notice cars. Like they don't exist. They they stop. Yeah. They stop when the light turns red, and that's all I know. They're just it's big so blobs. True. <laughs> you really don't notice the cars at all living no. in New York. I couldn't tell you a single car, like what it looks like, or anything. I they I, they're literally just like. Cars are big shapes that are in the way. They're either in your way when you're trying to cross the street or they're car <laughs> shapes moving towards you. But I don't really look at them. Like when I live in Florida and I, you know, you were in cars all in and out, like that was different. But now I, mm-hmm. they're just shapes. Yeah, now I'm looking inside cars. I'm trying to meet people's eyes Stealing and being stuff. like, do you not know how to use a turning signal? Yeah. You know, <laughs> Yelling like at them, berating them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like looking for their eyes to meet them so I can show them how you want this work. You're like, please fucking look at me. You had, yeah. I didn't think I could joke about that. Like you need to meet my eyes so I can really let you know how fucked up you are. Pretty Um, much. Today I saw someone on the road flipping someone else off and I thought it was hilarious (laughs) because I caught it so well. You're like, you, you're like, oh, this is going to be good. I'm not the one. You know, what's crazy. I'm 30 years old and I've, I've never had a license or owned a car. I had my permit. I had my permit when I was in Florida, but that was briefly. Oh, oh wow! So you just didn't get the license? It, like it, what? It like expired? Well, yeah, the permit. I mean, I expect. I mean, I got my. I just got an ID when I lived here a few years in, and so that was it. I mean, I've driven obviously before, but it's, I haven't driven a car in like yeah, twelve years probably. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. Wow. So, do you have any idea how to drive at this point? I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure I can maybe take a bike. Like, like if, if me and you were somewhere and they, like you were injured and I needed to like drive you to safety, I, I'm sure I could figure it out, but I, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily trust myself like to follow the rules of the road and everything. Yeah. 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 You know what? That That's what gets tricky is like the different rules of the road it's and learning that out here in LA has been kind of difficult for me. One thing I definitely don't know is how to parallel park. I never learned how to do that. Oh yeah, I had to learn how to do that out here. I can do that now. 
Nice. Yeah, it is. It depends on where you live, but they only test for it in places where it's used. So if you like in Florida, they don't fucking test for that shit. They did not. No, yeah, they did not test shit. for it. You're not parallel parking in Florida. Um, anyway, Jerry, we, you, but if anyone, if anyone wants to follow us, of course, they can follow us on Instagram at need I say more pod. Follow us on Twitter at need I say more pod. Uh, and you can email us need I say more pod at gmail.com. That's how that yes. works. Um, the questions no one's ever emailed us. So we should, that's because we need a, we need like a question dating game. You guys are going to be great. A dating game. We could do that. I literally said on an episode, uh, I, I, it's 10 episodes ago at this point. I said, if, if someone writes in to the next, to this episode, and the next episode, I will send, I will Venmo you or PayPal you. I knew you want $50 just for writing in. And that still didn't work. <laughs> At this point, it's just a running joke. That's funny. That's um, really funny. You should offer more and more money. Yeah. Next week, I'll be like $2,000 to anyone who emails. Yeah. Thanks for listening. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. And we appreciate that. Need I say more?